Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. The audio is going to be a little, little iffy today. I finally made the move, so uh, bear with me. But anyways, we're number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, magic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. And today, we're going to give a really good example. We're going to dive deep into just that, the separation of money and state. We're going to talk about a country that we've talked about many times on this show and I believe that this country is a foreshadowing of what governments are going to try to do to coerce people to use their central bank digital currencies and what the unintended consequences are of making it difficult to buy Bitcoin for the populace and how that actually increases Bitcoin's premium. And this only this this hasn't just happened in uh, in Nigeria. This has happened in other countries. As soon as that country makes Bitcoin illegal, you would think the price of Bitcoin would go down, but actually the price of Bitcoin goes up in that locality, right? In that specific location, right? And that is absolutely insane. So we've been covering Nigeria for quite a bit, a couple weeks now. We've been covering it for an entire year, but really things that seem to have been developing for a couple weeks. So we have an update on you. Uh, we have an update for you guys on that. And we're also going to talk a little bit of what I, about what I, what I mentioned earlier about this, this phenomenon where for some reason in the countries that are most hostile, the countries that need Bitcoin the most, that the government has been the most aggressive on, the exact opposite of what you would think would happen, the price of Bitcoin would tank, it does the exact opposite. The price of Bitcoin goes up like crazy. So we're going to talk about that. And I, I really think that's the market telling you exactly how it values Bitcoin, exactly how it thinks about Bitcoin. So anyways, before we start the show, I, I want to bring my awesome co-host up. How are you doing, Opti? I'm doing good. You caught me in 4K. I thought you were going to bring uh, our guest in. But man, uh, guys, don't worry. I already, I already got Nico to uh, make sure his audio will get better. Hopefully, it'll come in by tomorrow. So we'll, we'll get that going for you guys. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, it's something I, you know, to your point, Nico, it's something I say all the time. And I think I'm not the first one to say it, but when your government goes to ban Bitcoin, it just proves not only to me, but other Bitcoiners that it's this is market signals for you needing Bitcoin. And it just shows how how afraid they are of Bitcoin and the importance of Bitcoin in the first place. And on that note, in the culture today, I found this awesome thread uh, that's by Orange Pill Pharmacists. And it goes to this idea that we continuously talk about on the show about providing value and using a money that is free from coercion and how the state fundamentally runs on coercion and, and why as individuals, you should be opting out of this and then taking back your life and your energy and your time and all that good stuff that we say every single day. So I'll get into that in the culture, but I think let's bring in our guest. Let's bring in our guest. Fellow pleb, how you doing, bro? Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Thank you very much, Nico. Opti. Thank, thanks for joining us, Coin Join Day. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing that. We're gonna feature a lot of everyday Bitcoiners. We're gonna use Simply Bitcoin Live to do just that. Now that we have Simply Bitcoin IRL, so if you guys are interested in joining Simply Bitcoin, joining us for a live show, sending us send us a DM on Twitter, and we'll try to work you in. Anyways, everybody, let's start the live show. Let's do it. The Bitcoin numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about... Bitcoin 2023. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin conference on planet Earth, the largest Bitcoin celebration, Miami Beach, May 18th through the 20th, 2023. Use the discount promo code simply. Get a 10% discount on your Bitcoin conference tickets. The speaker, the speaker list is absolutely bonkers. Definitely don't want to miss this. Speaker list includes... As of now, Michael Saylor, Lynn Alden, Alex Gladstein, 
Matt O'Dell, Corey Clipston, Stacey Herbert, and many, many more. Hope to see you guys there. Opti and I will be there as well. Anyways, at the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 22965 sats per dollar, 4354 block height, 775319 reachable Bitcoin nodes, 14525 blocks of the happening, 64681 having estimates April 24th, 2024, total Lightning Network capacity, 5353 capacity value, $122 million, realized monetary inflation, Bitcoin continues to take fiat currencies to absolute school, 1.76%, and the market capitalization of Bitcoin, $442 billion. In the grand scheme of things, Bitcoin is still a baby. Anyways, I want to play you guys uh, this clip that I saw over the weekend that is absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> I think they're saying the quiet part out loud. Let's check it out. If Bitcoin will become the... Uh ultimate type of a form of the currency been adopted by human society i can i can tell exactly what's going to happen as the worst scenario or yeah. the master scenario we're all going to die this is not a joke <laughs> that has to be a troll no he's dead serious that's the crazy part um all right so uh also check out this i, I thought this was fascinating by coinbeast and it says most transformative technologies take around 10 years to go from zero to zero to 10% adoption. And then it takes around the same time, same amount of time to go from 10% to 90% adoption. Bitcoin is 13 years old and around five to 10% adoption. Are we about to witness the inflection point in Bitcoin's adoption curve? And then it has all these other technologies like the automobile, mobile phones, broadband internet. And then it has an arrow pointing at, you know, the very beginning, right? The the, you know, the beginning of Bitcoin, 2008, 2009, fast forward, right? So the next 10 years should be absolutely crazy. And, but, but it's not only just them saying that, right? If you kind of connect the dots with, um, with what has happened so far, it makes absolute sense, right? Uh, you know, MicroStrategy using Bitcoin as an alternative to fiat currencies to put it on their treasury. And then, of course, you have Naim Bukele, you know, moving the charge for nation state adoption. Uh, but I also wanted to cover this thread, which I think is fascinating. I want to get, uh, you know, Opti and CoinJoin Day's uh, input on this. It's a thread by Luke uh, Broyles, and he's been dropping some awesome ones. Uh, but this one says, I truly believe Bitcoin will save 100, human li 100 million human lives in the 21st century alone. Why? Could Bitcoin reduce starvation, prevent World War III, hurt or help the environment? Let's dive into Bitcoin's impact on the world and quantify it. Bitcoin is a technology, technological tool like the printing press, fire, telegraph, silk, or the internet, or the internet, all tools have a direct impact on human prosperity. A tool's wide adoption has incredible second or third order effects. We will explore Bitcoin's potential positive impact. First, it should be said that Bitcoin has already saved thousands of lives, even, the, even though total adoption is 0.1%, and we haven't, haven't felt a single global order benefits yet. Bitcoin is saving lives already and nobody could stop it. Second, let's let us look at some of the world's most pressing problems that have Bitcoin uh, that Bitcoin has a potential to alleviate. Let us start with the horrid reality of the starvation of children over 3.1 million children every year, 8,000 a day. Bitcoin is a, is a design to reorient the social incentives backwards towards productivity and away from unproductive and inefficient food. 17, 17 to 40% of the world's food is wasted due to consumerism, gluttony, and inefficiency. What if a sound money standard improved the statistic by 3%? Take lead poisoning. 1 million people every year, 800 million IQ points are lost due to lead. The presence of lead is a short-term horizon solution. And Bitcoin could help us eradicate lead faster than we are today. Completely preventable. How many, how many currently ongoing wars have higher death counts than the, eight, than the last eight years of the Russian-Ukraine conflict? 12. 5.8 million people. Discrepancy for the 12 is large because we don't even have reliable data. Most conflicts are in developing nations easily overlooked. Political, political currency units have an incentive to propagate forever wars for the empire of said currency to exert its global influence so may export inflation to foreign countries. If we take an average of 700,000 annual deaths, 
how many would be saved under Bitcoin? What about ongoing dictatorships? What about the 100 million murdered in the 20th century from communism? What about preventing violent revolutions? What about Bitcoin preventing hyperinflation slash recession events of the future? Each of these deserve their own upcoming threads. I mean, like, and, and that's something about Bitcoin that I don't think we fully have grasped or fully understand, right? How many things it affects separating money from state? Whether that, and, and also the food aspect, and then Saifedean has hammered this point, this point too, right? It's like, it's not a coincidence that since 1971, the quality of food has fallen off the cliff. I don't think that's a coincidence, right? Anyways, Opti, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Well, first off, uh, just starting on that second thread that you, that you uh, touched on, I think it's something we talk about here all the time on the show about just how much Bitcoin will actually change our society and everything that we know to be the status quo. Like fundamentally everything will change if, if you've read or heard about you know the the fiat standard by safe dean and and him showing all of the uh devolution the denigration by the fiat system and how much it's really robbed from us and how much technology it's it's taken from us because of the misallocation of capital it really blows it really blows your mind of like wow our world in my opinion, I think we're living in the best time to be a human. But even saying that, it, it also is mind blowing that our lives can be that much better if we weren't on the fiat standard. And, you know, that's really mind blowing. And for, but also uh, on the first thread, that Coinbase thread, I saw that this weekend as well. And like, just I look, I know we try not to speculate and we try not to, to, to fill you guys with up with the hopium. But when I saw that thread, it absolutely blew my mind. And, you know, I had to even go to like trading view and I like zoomed out enough so that I can kind of get like the picture of what he was saying in that original, um, those graphs of the adoption curves, the S curve adoptions. And man, I, it just like blew my mind. Like it, when I was going to say if, but when this plays out, the suddenly part that we're moving into is going to absolutely be crazy. And psychologically speaking, it's going to be a lot harder to hold on to these coins. Like hodling isn't easy, but it does get easier when you know why. So guys, like, you know, mentally prepare yourself because if the price really does start moving in these crazy, crazy exponential moves that we, you know, that, that an S curve adoption curve uh, shows us to be true in regards to adopting technology, it's going to be crazy. It, it just, it's mind blowing that we have a price metric to the adoption curve. And it's like, man, just make it over the finish line with the, with the stats that you have under your control at this point, because it's going to get crazy. It's going to get nuts. It's going to get nuts. And I think the, the attacks from the nation state are going to continue to escalate. It's, it's going to get wild. That's for sure. This is a pivotal shift. Like think about how different life was uh, before the internet existed. Right. And like, think about how different life is today. And, uh, you know, I think Bitcoin is going to be responsible for a bigger change because it's changing money. Right. Um, anyways, coin join day. What are your thoughts, bro? Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin is uh, really, uh, it's a equalizer. So it will balance us all. Um, you know, Bitcoins empowers the people and it takes the power uh, from the greedy corporations and governments. So it give it back to the people. I think uh, I, I can see a future where we will, we will win and um, they need to, the government, the governments need to work with, for Bitcoin, not, not against us. So we will see, uh, but that, that's my take. 100%, 100%, bro. All right, everybody, let's get to news. We got a lot to talk about. Let's check it out. The Daily News. Brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air-gapped Bitcoin transactions. Scan and display QR codes directly on the device to sign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as the Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, and Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. All right, everybody, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Nigeria. 
So we've been following Nigeria for quite a bit, right? And for anybody who doesn't know, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of the context, right? So the Nigerian government rolled out a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, and that central bank digital currency has not been adopted by the Nigerian population. And it seems like they have a 20 to 30% adoption rate of Bitcoin and shitcoins, right? So obviously this kind of sent the government into a panic and what they did, and they recently just announced it, they made a withdrawing cash illegal, right? Um, or it's going to be illegal. They've already announced it. And they're hoping that they're going to push more and more people into CBDCs. And we already know that they've previously had a very hostile stance towards Bitcoin. Now, what's really interesting though, is still that it's not working. And then this kind of goes back to a theory of the case that we've been screaming from the rooftops at Simply Bitcoin for a while now, which is incentives are stronger than coercion. The reality is that a CBDC does not solve the inflation problem. It doesn't solve anything. And, you know, in Nigeria, you have double digit inflation, right? So what is it really there for? Well, it's really there because CBDCs are an attempt by governments in order to maintain their privilege of being able to create money for free that their populace else has to work for. And then all the unintended consequences of being able to issue money at no cost, right? One of them being the, the endless wars, right? So this was an interesting article that came out by Coindesk. And this was, it's called Nigeria's Bitcoin premiums be, may better reflect countries demand for the dollar, not crypto. Now, fine. But what's really interesting, though, is that every time a country has banned, uh, every time a country has banned Bitcoin, right, the premiums of Bitcoin in that country go up. Now, if you think about it, right, if you think about, you know, price, which is basic supply and demand, right, gives the, you know, the price of things. If it makes it illegal, you would think, oh, okay, the demand of that would decrease. Well, no, think about how high the demand for Bitcoin would be if your country had double digit inflation. And that kind of makes sense why it has a premium, right? Kind of makes sense now. Um, anyways, goes on to say Nigeria's, Nigeria's Bitcoin premiums, where the cryptocurrency was listed on local trading platforms for 60% above market prices, made headlines this week, 60%. Um, although the news was celebrated by the Bitcoin community on social media, the inflated Bitcoin prices may not reflect a heightened demand for the asset, but a continued demand for the U.S. dollar as the country's local currency suffers. Now, I disagree because I've, I've seen this happen a thousand times where the price, the premium of Bitcoin actually increases in countries that have made it illegal. Anyways, it all started when a number of media outlets drew attention to the high premium, which they can attributed to cash withdrawal limits placed by the Nigerian government on its citizens as it worked on swapping old banknotes for new ones. But the ATM withdrawal limits were initially imposed on December 6th last year, and the government has been easing the limit since before doubling down again in January. If Bitcoin demand went up as a result of the cash jam in the country, the premium should have spiked as the ATM limits were imposed in early December. Quote, but essentially what we were seeing was that it was just this constant premium. And I think that's like, I think that they're wrong in the sense that that's a show of the demand for the dollar. And I think what that really signifies is a loss of confidence in state money. And now it's a one-way street, right? Because once someone adopts a Bitcoin standard, right? Once someone does that, good luck, like good, <laughs> good luck, the uh, good luck for a government trying to convince them to go back, right? If you have a money that's deflationary, increases in, increases in purchasing power over time versus something that is deflationary in nature, uh, sorry, inflationary in nature, meaning it loses purchasing power over time. And then on top of that, right, it's censorship resistant versus the state money, which is the state gets to pick and choose what you're entitled to do with your money or not, right? What do you think people are going to choose? It's just a matter of education. Like it's just, it's just the world hasn't woken up to this alternative yet, but I think soon they will. I think it's inevitable. Anyways, so the premium thing is really interesting. Here is uh, the screenshot by Documenting Bitcoin, has screenshot of it on Paxful. 47,000 per Bitcoin. What are, what's the current Bitcoin price right now? Like 23,000? So that's, that's freaking crazy. Um, and then when I was reading this, 
when I was reading the premium thing, and then when I was reading the um, when I was reading the the lack of of lack of interest of people adopting CBDCs, also the popularity of Bitcoin and shitcoins in the country. It just reminds me of this United Nations article and it's called United Nations spells out actions to curb cryptocurrencies in developing countries. Now, what's interesting about this article, right, is they talk about how big of a threat this is. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it's potentially going to jeopardize the monetary sovereignty of countries. My response to that is, is specifically if cryptocurrencies became a widespread means of payment and even replaced domestic currencies unofficially, this could jeopardize the monetary sovereignty of countries. Now, what I would respond to that is, what about the sovereignty of individuals within those countries? What about that? What about what if you don't want to deal with inflation? Now, their suggestion to this is, I highlighted here, provide a safe, reliable, affordable public payment system adapted to the digital era. Now, obviously what they mean by that are CBDCs. Now, here's the thing, though. CBDCs don't solve inflation. So it can't be that the, the United Nations is so disconnected from reality that they're just blind to this. I don't think that's the case. I think that they can acknowledge it. Same as the U.S. Treasury when they, when they wrote the report, The Future of Money. In that report, the U.S. Treasury never acknowledged a potential money or currency that has a cap supply because if they acknowledge it they're saying that it can exist that it's possible but i just find it hilarious that they just they just avoid it like the play it's like an ostrich they just put their head in the ground and they pretend bitcoin isn't there and and this whole thing it's like they don't ask as to why people are seeking an alternative and i find that troubling too it's like have you asked yourself why people are seeking an alternative even Ray Dalio, when he, you know, when he he's coming to this realization, like he's even saying it too. He's like, governments are just printing too much money. And then he like kind of does the, this like, you know, this like coping thing where he's like, yeah, the money has to be tied to like a commodity of goods and it's whatever. It's like, dude, the, the solution is already here, right? But what, what's that famous saying, Opti, you were saying it on, on the Friday spaces, right? Like people aren't incentivized to understand something that their career depends on it, something like that. Um, anyways, so last thing I want to end on is this post by Anita. Anita has been spending a lot of time in Africa. I've seen her in some of Pleb Underground's awesome, uh, content, by the way. And, uh, let's check out what she had to say about the situation in Nigeria. And you guys, I think it's a foreshadowing of what other countries, specifically developed countries are going to do to try to de-incentivize or at least slow down the adoption of Bitcoin. I think that this is a very, I think this is a, this is a very obvious path of what it is they're going to try to do. And I also don't think it's coincidence that, um, that basically the Nigerian government is following the United Nations playbook. Like they, they, they're literally following it, like exactly what it is they recommended, recommended. I don't think that is a coincidence at all. And just to say one more, one last thing, right? At the top of it, their slogan is prosperity for all. I would make the case that it's really prosperity for them. As long as they have control, then it's prosperity for all. Anyway, so back to this thread. So Anita says, Bitcoin price surges during a war on cash in Nigeria. The Nigerian government together with bank have been trying to push the adoption of the digital Naira, which is the country's central bank digital currency. As I learned during the Afri uh, African Bitcoin, uh, Africa Bitcoin conference in Ghana in December 2020, 2022, the digital Naira has not been very well received by the population for different reasons like privacy concerns, mistrust in the government, mostly because millions of people are unbanked and depend on cash. The actions by the CBN in its cashless society campaign are getting harsher. After limiting the amount of money that can be withdrawn at ATMs last year, existing bills are being replaced with new and lower denomination banknotes. Nigerians had until January 24th to swap for the new notes, but long queues and complaints about insufficient time led to a deadline extension to February 10th. The imposed measures are resulting in a catastrophic monetary crisis in Nigeria. Good money drives, uh, dr uh, drives bad money out. 
a single Bitcoin was selling for roughly 17.5 million Nigerian Nairas, around 38,000. Now it's even higher, by the way, which is about 40% higher than the global average Bitcoin of 23,000. Low Bitcoin liquidity since Nigeria was the leader in Bitcoin adoption in Africa in 2022, and people are aware of the preciousness of Bitcoin. They're not selling them with the result that not enough Bitcoin are available on the local market. Now, I imagine this happening on a worldwide scale. As soon as people start to figure out how much of a scam their currency is, like I will see that again, where it's like people are just not going to want to sell their Bitcoin for this paper money. Like I, I see that happening. I think it's an eventuality. I think this night, what's happening in Nigeria is a, is foreshadowing into the future of what is going to happen on a worldwide scale. And I, I know it sounds absolutely ludicrous and absurd, but I really do believe that. Right. Anyways, um, uh, it goes on to say, supposedly a run on Bitcoin. Nigeria is not only the country with the highest crypto adoption in Africa, it has the highest Bitcoin adoption too. As I was told by Paxful CEO, Ray Paxful, the local currency has been losing value due to inflation. Bitcoin is valued higher because the local currency has been losing value for many years, is unreliable and difficult to use. Nigeria is on rank 20 of the worst performing currencies. Gresham's law, what we can see is Gresham's law in action where good money drives out, drives drives bad money out. In this case, the central bank is actively pushing people to adopt Bitcoin by making it harder to live on cash. With millions of people without ID, a, a general mistrust in banks, and a decades-long history of Naira devaluation due to inflation, people are open to try new forms of money. So and I, I think she summarized it perfectly. Like, and it's like what we've been saying like so, so, so much, right, is... If I live in a country with double-digit inflation, decades of the government abusing their privilege of issuing money, therefore causing more inflation, also the censorship fears, also the capital control fears. And if I have a money that doesn't suffer from all those issues, why would I go back? Why would I, why would I, why would I, like, it doesn't make sense. And I think that this is the problem that they're going to have is that once people you know, Andreas Antonopoulos has this amazing lecture, right? Called, you know, get out of the golden cage of banking, right? Or get out of the golden cage. Once you're out of the golden cage, why would you go back? And the only way they have to try to make you go back is to, to coerce you, to force you to do it, right? And I think that, it look, it's not working there. Like, why, why would it work? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And then it kind of like, and then it makes you think, uh, ask another important question, right? Which is, why are we being forced with threats of violence to use a money that steals from us? Why are we being forced to do that? That is absurd, right? It's, it's like, it's not only taxes, right? Which is a whole other rabbit hole I don't want to get into, but it's also inflation that you have to put up. So are they going to, when, when will they start admitting that? And I know they will. I know it's inevitable, right? When there's like, you know what, guys, you have to, you have to use the money that has inflation because you love your country. And that's what it's about, right? And I think that's a really important conversation to have, right? Like, why are we being forced to use the money that steals from us? And that's the question that I have for you guys. Why are we being forced to use money that steals from us? And all we're asking for and all the people in Nigeria are asking for, and look at the reaction of the government, by the way. It's like, hey, we just want to be able to save. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? Right? And, and, and I think that's a human right. I think it's a human right to be able to save for you and your family's future. And what they're saying is that's not possible. In fact, they're ridiculing you. Remember what, when Justin Trudeau was, was laughing and that lady in the crowd laughed with him and said, uh, Pierre Polivar, he recommended people that opt to opt out of inflation with Bitcoin. Like, ha ha ha, how hilarious is that? I don't think it's hilarious. I don't think people in Nigeria think it's hilarious when they're trying to opt out of inflation. Anyways, I think that this is a this is an issue that we must force. We must get them to answer this. We must get them to acknowledge it because I don't think that they have a response to this. I, I, I just I, I think it's an indefensible position on their part. And I think that's why they've avoided it. That's why the Treasury in that report avoided it. I think that's why the United Nations avoided it. I think that's why governments are not acknowledging that money is possible, 
that doesn't steal from you. And I think that's what they're doing. They can't acknowledge that because I think that once they let that out of the bag, it's really game over. And then people, like, think about it. They're going to start asking really, really simple but difficult questions for them to answer. Anyways, Opti, what are your, what are your thoughts, bro? Well, first off, you know, it's heartbreaking to see what's happening to uh, the Nigerians' currency. And it, it's something that we talk about here all the time on the show. Of this is the inevitable end of all fiat currencies. But it's inspiring to see people waking up to the fiat scam and holding Bitcoin. And, you know, you said it best and I said it all the time as well. It's like, I don't think there's any going back to the fiat standard once you wake up to what Bitcoin is and you go down the rabbit hole. And it kind of reminds me of something that you've said in the past where uh, that really stuck with me. It's, it's this idea of like the omission of Bitcoin is the signal. And if your government forces you to use a state money and bans Bitcoin, then to me, this is just signal that I need to own more Bitcoin. And so, you know, shouts out to the Nigerians down uh, down there that are that are the becoming the intolerant minority and holding Bitcoin. And, you know, we've had we've had a couple friends come on the show and they they have the same type of energy that that we consistently hold on where it's like, look, there is no going back for us. There is no going back to fiat state issued currency. And this is this is the signal like people are waking up to the fiat scam. And it's not just us super savage Bitcoiners. It's people with real problems finding real solutions. And this is why the free market of Bitcoin will win is because, you know, your government can try to force any type of behavior on you, but people with a brain, people with critical thinking are still going to find ways to ensure that they are surviving, that they are holding value in something that doesn't rob them. And so, again, it's just something we say all the time, you know, banning Bitcoin is my cue that I need more Bitcoin and other people are waking up to the same idea. The individual will find a way and Bitcoin is that way. And it's only a matter of time until not only us on this show, but everyone else wakes up to the idea that we just need to spread this message far and wide and people need to hold Bitcoin because it, it's a it, it's a hedge against debasement and all fiat currencies are getting debased and will continuously get debased because the powers that be aren't going to stop printing money. This is just where we are in the world. So people need to hold Bitcoin. And I think that's the signal. You're muted. Absolutely. 100%. Coin join day. What are your thoughts on this, bro? What are your thoughts on the, on the fight from the Nigeria? They're at war, bro. How is yeah, this not? They're at war right now. They're, yeah, they're, they're being sieged by their own government. We are all in war, not only Nigeria. We are all at war. Uh, when people understand what fiat currency is and uh, uh, they will understand that it has a failure rate of 100% uh, because uh, it's subject to inflation and uh, hyperinflation uh, over the time. So uh, people should should buy non-KYC Bitcoin um, because when the CBDCs arrives, uh, we may not be able to buy it. Um, so people will need to know how to buy peer-to-peer -peer Bitcoin uh, uh, on BISC or RoboSats or Peach. Um, I don't know. I'm a little bit scared what is coming until, until Bitcoin have adoption rate. But uh, yeah, soon uh, people understand Bitcoin uh, and they will never go back to fiat. People will escape to Bitcoin. It's inevitable. 100%. People, people will not go back to Bitcoin. Once you cross that bridge, once you realize the power of self-custody, once you realize how easy things are, right? Try sending a wire, try opening a bank account, and then try downloading a Bitcoin wallet. Try sending a Bitcoin transaction, try send, taking self-custody, and then you tell me what's easier, right? And then you tell me, like, why would, why would you go back to the other? And then the, what they're going to try to do in the next 5, 10 years, because this is going to be such a pivotal shift, right? Is they're going to try to convince everybody that you need them, that the world will burn down without those intermediaries, without those central banks. My response to them is... Suck it. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, bro. Let's get to the culture. The Daily Culture. 
brought to you by swanbitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit swanbitcoin.com today. All right, guys. This is the culture. Oh, wait, Nico. Yeah, no, go. We'll, we'll do it in the meme review. Talk. Okay, all right. Uh, so, guys, um, on today's culture, I, I I saw this thread over the weekend, and uh, I didn't even know what Nico was going to do on the news and the numbers today, but it does have a very fitting, fitting uh, perspective from what we talked about earlier to what we're talking about today in the culture. It's like. What I wanted to talk about was was basically the same idea that we had on the news today, but more from a, you know, forest from the trees perspective of like, uh, you know, an ideolo- ideological view versus having a specific example of this happening. And yet, again, sometimes Nico and I are just on the same wave and, and we're basically talking about the same things with just hitting it from every angle. And I think that's what Bitcoiners are consistently doing is we're just trying to explain this message in every way possible and hitting it from different angles. Sometimes we have rock solid examples and sometimes we're coming it from more of a higher point of view and a higher, uh, you know, more ideological view. But anyway, shouts out to Orange Pill Pharmacist because he dropped this thread and it just it, it puts things into a way that I obviously could never do because I can't put this into a thread. But thank you for doing this, Orange Pill Pharmacist or at Finney J. And so I'm going to just cover his thread. And this is something Nico and I consistently talk about on the show. And, you know, we do it in our own way. But we're doing this again, reiterating what I say last week. Uh, the only things that get remembered are those that get repeated and what gets repeated gets remembered. So we're continuously beating this drum and just trying to show more people like what the scam is and what the status quo fiat legacy system is and trying to expose that consistently. So let me get into the thread. Uh, and Finney J goes, there are two ways for a man to make a living. He can steal or he can produce. The people in the state are two very different types of men playing two very different types of game. And Rothbard said it best. There are two and only two ways that any economy can be organized. One is by freedom and voluntary choice, the way of the market, the way of the free market, The other is by force and dictation, the way of the state, Murray Rothbard. One is playing an infinite sum game that benefits each player as new market efficiencies are discovered. The discovery will typically become capital wealthy or the discoverer will typically become capital wealthy while the market becomes either more resource product or service abundant. And this is the game of the people. Capitalism, bread is lined up waiting for people. Collectivism, people line up waiting for bread. Anyways, the other is playing a zero-sum game that hurts all our players and only benefits themselves. There are only so many goods and services that can be siphoned from a host before the entire civilization is starved and lost to history. This is the parasitic game of the state. What do we say all the time? The monetary demons, the high-level parasites. If you aren't having fun playing a game where your life's productive capacity is harvested by the demons in the federal mafia, there now exists an option to peacefully opt out of this rigged game, and that is Bitcoin. The future will become will be resource, good, and service abundant for all. And this is something we say consistently. Why are we being forced to use a money designed to steal from us? Why is the status quo pure coercion? You have to use this money or you end up in jail. You have to use this money or men with guns will take more from you. And this is why Bitcoin was created in the first place, to level the playing field so that there isn't a small cartel of people out there that have the power to siphon off your hard work, siphon off your labor and literally steal from you and your family. And as we kind of covered in the beginning, like steal from the future, steal from the the humans that aren't even born yet, that don't even have a choice of this. Like this is the status quo. And this is why as Bitcoiners, we continuously beat the drum that Bitcoin is the most fair system. It's the best money in the world because it's literally designed to not steal from you. I don't know about you, but I think building on a solid foundation like Bitcoin is a lot better than the status quo of us which is the fiat system. And shouts out to Bitcoin Poems because they tagged us in this this morning and I wasn't even going to add this to what I was going to say today, but it really hit home again. So I'm going to read this little poem 
and uh, it's called Distortion, Problems and Solutions. Modern monetary theory claims that money must be managed or controlled, actively setting a price and supply of money, artificially low or high interest rates lead to the loss of signal, which leads to misallocation of capital, which leads to market bubbles and collapse. Therefore, let's use a money that can never be distorted in either price or supply by any group at all. This will be a money that gives true signals about capital allocation to needed projects based on free market principles and work. And what money can't be distorted? It is Bitcoin. Shouts out to Bitcoin Poems for that little poem, because I think this is something we say consistently on this show, and it's something that we will continuously say on this show. Asking a simple question, why are we being forced to use a money that's designed from, to steal from us when there's a better system? It's called Bitcoin. It's been created. It's, it's out there in, in the open. It's free and open source. It's permissionless. Anyone can join it. Anyone can opt out of the fiat system and opt into this voluntary network, which is Bitcoin, that doesn't steal from you. And I fundamentally believe that anyone with a brain still, anyone that can accurately look at the world without distortion will come to the same conclusion as us. That yes, if I want to store value going into the future, I shouldn't do this on a fiat system. I shouldn't do this, you know, on, on a gold standard because like gold is the reason why we have the fiat system in the first place. And in this digital world, I'm, I consider myself digitally native, Nico as well. You know, a lot of us are millennials. We basically grew up in a digital world. It just makes perfect sense to me that we would be building on the digital money that is Bitcoin, designed for a digital world, one that is decentralized, one that has a 21 million hard cap, censorship resistant, all these features that we want to ensure that these tyrannical dystopian governments stop stealing from us. This is simply all Bitcoiners want. Just stop stealing from me and my family and my future progeny. I have a money that is designed to stop this right now and today and we're seeing more people adopt this in real time and so it's a fundamental choice you want a voluntary world where you can opt in a free will that is designed for you and the future of your 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 family and society to prosper or one that is designed to steal from you slowly but surely by the parasite class that is the unproductive political central banker class out there. And uh, this is why they're freaking out. And this is why, as Bitcoiners, I continuously tell you guys we are winning. And the internet is helping us win because we have an internet native money. And it's hard capped at 21 million, censorship resistant. All you have to do is take Bitcoin into self-custody. And tell more people to do the same thing. Tell more people about the qualities of Bitcoin and why it is a better way to build moving forward. And this is all we're here to do, guys. Just ensure that more people understand what the game is and also what the solution is, which is Bitcoin and taking Bitcoin into self-custody. Anyways, Nico, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, dude, it, it kind of ties in with uh, what we were talking about during the the news segment, right? Which is... <laughs> Why are we being forced to use the money that steals from us? Like, it's just like a very easy question. And I think, you know, I think Bitcoiners come to the same realizations over time, but they approach it from different angles. And I think that poem was a great example of that. But it just represents, right, this very simple idea that we have to get into the mainstream consciousness, the average, the average everyday person has to grasp this concept, right? Which is, why are we being forced to use money that steals from us? And what are all the unintended consequences of using that type of fiat system, right? And those are very important questions that need to be asked. They need to be answered. And I don't think they have good answers to them, to be honest. I don't think they have answers that the majority of the mainstream populace is gonna be okay with. I think that if you gave the average person a choice between money that is deflationary versus money that is inflationary, money that is censorship resistant versus money that is censored, I think the average everyday person is going to make, uh, it's, it's a very easy choice, man. I, I just don't think it's a difficult one. And I think people that are living in the global South, they don't have the financial privilege that we do have, right? If, specifically, if you, you live in a developed world that has a relatively stable fiat currency, for you, Bitcoin is a very easy sell. And I think Nigeria's, uh, Nigeria's adoption of Bitcoin is a perfect representation of just that. And the government is more concerned <clears throat> about coercing people to use their money than 
the well-being of their people. And I think that that story is going to repeat over and over again. And Bitcoin exposes everyone's incentives. And this is no different. Anyways, CoinJoin Day, what are your thoughts before we move on to the memes? Yeah, like I said before, uh, Bitcoin balances all, is a equalizer. So we need to take uh, responsibility uh, and take Bitcoin and self-custody. Um, so uh, I'm a big fan of some wallets uh, like Blue Wallet uh, or Relay uh, in Europe. But we need to take uh, self-custody. It's very important. Otherwise, it's not possible to win this fight. So that's yep. my take. 100%. That's, that's the signal right there, right? It's take your Bitcoin into self-custody. It's not really yours unless you, you, you take it into self-custody. Anyways, before we, we go on to the meme review, I want to play you guys this clip. Um, remember I told you that they don't have a response, right? Check out this one. If Bitcoin will become the uh, ultimate type of a form of the currency been adopted by human society, I can, I can tell exactly what's going to happen as the worst scenario or yeah. the must scenario. We're all going to die. This is not a joke. <laughs> they don't have a response, bro. They, they don't have a response. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, if we force this issue, they don't have a response. Anyways, everybody, let's get to the meme review. Let's do it. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboomracks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboomracks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboomracks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboomracks. All right, everybody, I want to tell you about BitBlock Boom. It's going to be the biggest conference in Austin, Texas, and the biggest conference in Texas. Check it out. It's in Austin, Texas, August 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 2023. It's not a shitcoin NFT or blockchain event. They talk about Bitcoin, Bitcoin, and more Bitcoin. You can use the promo code SIMPLYBITCOIN, all caps, to get a discount to your BitBlock Boom tickets. Also, check out Unconfiscatable in Las Vegas, Nevada. Opti and I are going to be there. It's also... A poker tournament as well. Speaker list includes Tone Vase, Jimmy Song, Jack Mollers, Greg Foss, Mark Moss, and many, many more. You could also use the promo code SIMPLY10 to get a big discount to Unconfiscatable. You definitely don't want to miss this. All right, guys, you already know. This is the meme review. And uh, I, I brought this video up. Uh, shouts out to Bitcoin Morpheus. Yeah, hold on. I know Nika's telling me right now behind the scenes, pull up the memes. I wanted to give this some context because you kind of you just you just hit us again with the that little video about they don't have an answer to this. And it's also this little video. This is uh Stacey Herbert and Max from from their podcast. And it, it just shows the power of the memes and and it's kind of a perfect button uh, pinned to what Nico just said that they have no answer to you guys out there creating these memes. So this this uh, today's meme review is going to be a little different. Of course, this is a meme review, guys. We say it all the time. Tweet to the bullets. Memes are the artillery. Drop your meme review score in the chat. But before I do all that, I do have normal memes like always. But I really wanted to play this video in the meme culture or in the meme section today so that we can just kind of get some context on everything we're doing here so one second let me get this up here for you guys hopefully this plays um let me see all right here we go it? no one second it's always a uh, force an equal and opposite force on almost everything uh good and bad uh uh you know evil and lightness you know there's there's always uh, there, nature seems to just like there is like this design to it that it always magically comes up with the opposite. So humans are obviously creating bots that can kill us. We see all those uh, Boston Dynamics dogs. We see that. We we see the AI coming. We see these like everybody keeps on doing that chat bot thing, whatever. Uh, I I don't even read any of them because I know there's something evil there, and I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to engage. I don't want the that bot reading my mind, and I don't want it to engage with it. Um, so when uh, but I know memes are powerful and I know um, that it feels like it's a force for good and we need a force for good against the, the forces of evil that include the bots, that include the AI, that include the CBDCs, that include the C their surveillance state, and we need weaponry against it. And 
um, uh, the weaponry against it has to be asymmetric and it's hard to um, pin down a meme because the memes like are, are very anti-fragile so they could like escape into another meme like the okay w remove the laser eyes from that we'll put on like dildo eyes instead like it, they, <laughs> they could just re-emerge <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, again, uh, I know I know today's meme uh, section is a little different, but I saw that and and I just thought is like, man, I, I don't think we could have put a better context there. It's something we say consistently. You know, we say it all the time. Tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We are in an information warfare, and what we have on our side is truth. And I think it's very important for everyone to put their hat in the ring. I, it doesn't matter what what uh what context it is, you know, whether it's humor, whether it is uh, calls to action, whether it is truth based. I think the fact if we can continue to push the Bitcoin message through memes, as we say, you know, put truth in art form and let it propagate itself. Our message will continuously get spread. I know a lot of people out there have very short attention spans. So you put them in a meme and then you get the message out there and then you start bigger conversations with your friends and family and you're just dropping memes in group chats and you're only speaking in memes like me to everyone else that I talk to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to Maxi's Club. This first meme uh, back to our normal scheduling programming it goes 296 lie. And uh, in quotes, it goes your Bitcoin. And in other quotes, it goes our Safu is not an exchange lie. It is two lies because it is not your Bitcoin and it's not Safu on an exchange. Take your Bitcoin into self-custody. This next one, shout out to my boy, Hoddle Tarantula. I know all you guys out there are hoping for the Bitcoin price to pump so you can get girlfriends. But anyways, this meme is goes, if you ever feel some sort of way and uh, some laughing emojis and he goes, there is 3.9 billion women in the world. There's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoin. You can get a girlfriend later. So stack sats right now because girlfriends are expensive. And Anyways, uh, this, <laughs> next <meme. laughs> this next meme is by Tabernacle Dan. And uh, I know you guys have been seeing this all on Twitter the last week or so, and actually the last couple of months. And we got the, the, the meme of the unhappy guy looking at a cliff, and we have the Bitcoiner looking at a bright orange future. And on the left side with the shitcoiner goes, crypto is dying. Shitcoiner's sad looking at the cliff and wondering why crypto is dying. And then we got the happy Bitcoiner saying the same thing. Crypto is dying. <laughs> and that's pure sick. No. Okay, this next one. Shouts out to 21JCLP, and he goes, Bitcoin is the way. And this is back to the message that we continuously tell you. Everyone on the show, Bitcoin is the way. Bitcoin is the light. Bitcoin is the truth. And thus, once you go down the Bitcoin rabbit hole, your whole life changes, and you start to understand that you need to stack more sats. You need to provide more value. And Bitcoin is the way. And we got this dark, dark freeway with this cowboy looking like Texas Slim over here following the light. And Bitcoin being the moon. Moon soon. This next one, I thought this one was just funny. Shouts out to Greg Zaj. And he goes, I should orange pill some hillbillies. Yes, you should, because they get it. They already oh, get it. it. I, I don't I don't I, I don't stand for that. That's that's all opti. Oh, oh hey, hey, bro. They're already self-sufficient. They're we already off the grid. Pill, we should orange pill all people. Okay. It doesn't I agree. matter. It doesn't I matter agree. who they are, what they hey, look like. If this is religion, all about creed. this is all about uh leading your friends to the bitcoin message and understanding who your audience is i think i think they'd be they'd be very open to bitcoin but hey this is just me anyways drop your meme review score chat meme review score in the chat and we will cover it all right guys uh this is gonna be uh, this might be a, a world exclusive on simply bitcoin for my meme review score i have uh there's 10 pack of plastic hangers that i went to walmart i need some more hangers and i haven't i haven't uh, opened them up yet so 10 pack of hangers very nice i'm gonna give it this nine bukele peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash oh how'd you get that uh where'd you get the little plastic thing for it look at you bitcoin mag they were selling them they're awesome yours yours it came in a plastic mine didn't well Shouts out to Mark. He gave it to me personally. So, oh no, I, I bought it. I bought it. Um. Anyways, coin join day. What, what would you give those memes? Yeah, my my score is Opti ex girlfriend and all the Fiat women's <laughs> getting jail time. 
for anyone who's new, Opti's ex-girlfriend oh, is man. the head of the European Central Bank. Fake news. Fake convicted, news. Convicted felon. That's not me saying that. That's the truth. Christine Lagarde. Anyways, everybody, uh, before we get, we start reading some of the, uh, before we start reading some of the, of the meme scores, I want to tell you guys about our awesome sponsor, representltd.com. Opti and I wear the merch every single day. I'm wearing the Simply Bitcoin camo hoodie. It's already sold out in most sizes, by the way. Opti's wearing the, the Bitcoin merch that he makes only on, on representltd.com. You can use the promo code simply-bitcoin, get 10% off anything on the score. Get the Simply Bitcoin merch while supplies last. Um, anyways, let's get uh, let's start checking out some of these scores. First one by Elaine. I give the memes the new slogan. If Bitcoin takes over, we're all going to live. I love Bars. that. I love that. Wow. Wow, I love that. That that's a very strong response. I love that. Where Bitcoin's Bitcoin is life. Yeah, absolutely. The P Man Van. I give the memes courage to our Nigerian brothers to keep up the good the good fight. Fiat can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, C Bukup. I give the memes a ticket to Splashtown, USA. Very nice. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, pood in the cereal. I give the memes my last three cheese doodles. Very. I'm very wondering nice. is pood in the cereal Nihilus Fields? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he just, seems uh, like it. He seems have, like it. I have my suspicions. Um, next Wait, one. That wasn't one. Hold on. Hold on. By Ryan, uh, <laughs> Opti, what's going on here? The Sorry, house is I'm on just, fire. I'm just going rave, down. Rave elevator. I give the memes one made in China spy satellite. Bitcoin Becca. I give the memes a Maxi's Club barbecue. Very, very nice. Uh, Hoddle coin. I give the memes my Bukele Bitcoin bill coming in the mail. All right. And I think <laughs> we're running out of time. buzzer <laughs> rope rating the memes opti's lost rooster of girlfriend lost roster roster of girlfriend oh god oh Rip. god guys check out simply bitcoin's telegram group it's absolutely free you got to go to www.t.me slash simply bitcoin tv and also check out simply bitcoin unfiltered you got to go to www.simplybitcoin.news it's absolutely free it's the written version of this show so many awesome writers i can't name them all but you guys know who you are and we love you anyways everybody uh we got a pub site by coin join day let's check it out all right opti i know i got it here i i got the wrong one but anyways here we go all right so uh i'm i'm gonna just give the domain but we got coin join day here so he can cover it himself he's the man behind this website but hopebtc.com i repeat hopebtc.com and uh, i like i like your tag here just another freedom website so uh coin join day uh what's what's the what's the goal behind this and uh, and i'll i'll scroll through some of the stuff here so that people can see what's going on yeah, this website is really new. I have done it uh, last week. So, um, but uh, the intent of this website is uh, to show um, to the plebs uh, or to the new newcomers um, that uh, we are at war and uh, we have some tools to fight. So we we have the slavery tools cbdc's and uh, all the stuff uh, what's happened in 1971 and all that and we have uh, the counter attack uh, the freedom tools so is bitcoin or slavery and um, on the side of the freedom yes we have an oster we have a uh, Bitcoin as well, and uh, I'm trying to explain to the people they should buy non-KYC and uh, read some books. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on yeah. a second. Uh, uh, Afti, could you go back to could you go back to the front page? Yeah, one second, one second, one second. Oops. All right, I think I'm here. Okay, can you scroll down? <laughs> can right you go up? So is that is that Bitcoin Jesus on the right and then a yeah. demon and Klaus Schwab and yeah, the collectivist yeah, yeah. flag in the World Economic Forum? Yes, 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 yes. 
Fuck oh, yes. God. All right. All right, Opti. I just wanted to check that out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Again, go to hopebtc.com. That's <laughs> how the coin joined it. Oh, God. All right. Um, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, guys, check out uh, Simply Bitcoin's uh, the audio version of this show. You can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, App, Apple, Fountain. It's the audio only version. We're big fans of the value for value economy. So check out Fountain. You could find us there. In fact, all of your favorite podcasting platform, we are most likely on there. Guys, we love you all. Thank you for joining us. Another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. Sorry for the audio not being up to up to par like it usually is um i moved last i uh, moved on friday and saturday i just got my office set up and uh we'll I'll, I'll i'll treat it for audio in the coming days so it should it should be back to normal anyways we love you all if you like to show you know what to do smash that like button consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value but the number one thing you could do to help this show in fact help all bitcoin content get it out there is share this video share all bitcoin content we love you all the party continues until 2 p.m eastern standard time we are hosting a space with our friends over at swan bitcoin best place to stack sats built by bitcoiners for bitcoiners they also incentivize self-custody so check out swanbitcoin.com today we love you all we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of simply bitcoin live 